Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Enter the manifesto. Welcome to the Atlanta Sports Manifesto. And let me start off by saying this right here. For those of you who haven't heard, our man Greg has gone on to Greener Pastures. He has found um, another opportunity, and we wish him nothing but the best. We wish him nothing but success. This is definitely not a goodbye. It is a until we talk again. We will have him on the show if his bosses permit that. (laughs) But he is family. He is, you know, there is no us without him. So definitely we appreciate him. But before he left, our friend Greg passed me the ball. And Greg, don't worry, because now the ball is in my court. And I'm going to take the ball and I'm going to run with it. And with that, I'm going to take care of all the worries. I'm going to take care of all the problems. I'm going to make all the decisions. This is the genesis of the Atlanta Sports Manifesto. At least the genesis of it in my image. Now, later on down the line, we will talk about hosts and what other steps we're going to take with the show because we are going to take this show to the next level, people. You know, but I can't do it by myself. I need all the feedback out there. I need all of you guys to tell me what you want because this is your show. This is not my show. This is your show. It's only my show when y'all start talking crazy. Then I'm going to take the show back. But if y'all can be cool, this is our show, baby. All right? So I want to talk about something, and this is going to be a real quick podcast, right? And this is Atlanta sports related, but not quite. And it's something that you all have been talking about all weekend, but it's something that needs to be talked about. And we're going to go back just a little bit, just a little bit. We're going to go back and then we're going to go forward with this. Okay. All right. So unless you were under a rock this weekend, you saw what everybody else saw. You saw Deion Sanders lead the Colorado Buffaloes, to an upset win in Texas versus TCU, the national runners-up to the college playoff national championship last year. Right? So, and everybody who's seen this, everybody thinks it's amazing. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Look at Dion. Look at him doing this. Look at him doing that. This is fantastic. Yada, 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 right? And, yeah, I don't disagree with any of this. I don't. But I kind of want to talk about some other things that were happening when it came to this. Right. And like I said, I want to go back just a little bit. Now, I'm going to go back to a couple of years ago when Willie Taggart got fired at Florida State. 
and I read this I read this article um, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, there's an article out there, and you can read it. Just Google Deion Sanders, Florida State coaching job, right? So when Willie Tiger got fired at Florida State, Deion said, hey, man, I've got this really crazy idea, right? I want to get this job. I want to be the head coach at Florida State. So Deion Sanders called his mentor. Mickey Andrews was, uh, again, was one of his mentors and was a defensive coordinator at Florida State. And he called him up and he said, yo, I've got this radical idea. I want to be the head coach of Florida State, right? Like, this is my alma mater. You know, I love Florida State. I'm, I'm from Florida. All this good stuff, right? I want to be the, the head coach. And Mickey Andrews told him, you know, hey, Dion, like, um, I, I don't know if that will work for a couple of reasons. One, you don't have a degree. And two, you're not in the the system. You haven't you haven't you know started all of that. You haven't done all the the grinding and all that jazz that everybody else has to do, right? And it just goes on to talk about that. And it's it's a really decent article. You should go back and read it. Now, the reason why I wanted to start here was because I remember when Dion was getting into the coaching realm. And there were people who were thinking that, oh, my gosh, this is this is a disaster. Oh, no. What is he doing? And then he got the job at 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 Jackson State. And then everybody's like, oh, man, what's going on here now? Don't get me wrong. There were some people who said, hmm, wow, you know, Deion Sanders going to an HBCU. That'll get a lot of eyes on HBCUs. And I I was 100 percent on board with that. Because. I could tell that, yeah, he's going to get eyes on HBCUs. If, if, if for no other reason, people are going to wonder what Dion is doing. But you still have people who are out there doubting him, right? You still have people who are out there saying, oh, man, please, this is just him doing something. For, for, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to laugh. This is just him doing something for publicity. Publicity. Dion Sanders, of all people, Needing publicity is just beyond me, right? But whatever, I'm going to get to it. Trust me. My point, that is. So, you know, people had all these concerns. They were talking all this, this yin-yang, because they were. And he was very successful at Jackson, right? He was successful. So, and then what do you do when you're a coach, when you are a, a head coach in college sports, especially in uh, the big time sports. And I'm sorry for everybody who doesn't play in one of these sports. And maybe it's big time at your school, but the big time sports that we all watch and we all pay attention to and that generate billions upon billions of dollars are football and basketball. So what do you do when you're a head coach in a, in a, in a football program or a basketball program? If you start in a small school, you try and get your record up and you try and get people to look at you and people to watch you. And you you go out there and you interview for bigger jobs. So that's what that's what Dion did. He went out, he interviewed for bigger jobs, he 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 put some feelers out there for bigger jobs, and he um and you know, as he was going out there, as he was he was working his way up, um he was he was also not just in and, and, and I'm backtracking a little bit because there's one thing I definitely don't want us to forget. Also, what he was doing was he was out there recruiting, right? A, B, C, always be recruiting. He was out there recruiting, and he recruited number one um, recruits, right? He recruited top recruits. And there were some people out there, and I'm not going to call them out by name, even though they deserve to be called out. 
I'm not going to call them out by name, but there are people out there who said, oh, my gosh, what are these kids doing? These kids are idiots. Like they're, they're ruining their, their future. They're, they're ruining their lives by going to Jackson State as if players who are great have never been drafted from HBCUs. It was just it's just beyond me. It's 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 infuriating at how silly some people are and some of the things they say are. But I digress. My point to that is he was recruiting these players. Right. And he was getting these players by doing some some of the stuff that I think is very, very important. Two things that I think people did not appreciate when it came down to Dion. Um, Number one. Let's just let's just keep it real. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. He's out there recruiting mostly black players. Okay. And I'm sorry, if you're gonna recruit my black son, and I do have a black son, if you're gonna recruit my black son and you come into my house, you know, if you if you if you and I have a cultural link, that may put you ahead of somebody else, right? Because it's not for me, and and maybe I'm just the only one, but for me, it's not always going to be about can you get my son to play in a national championship game. It's not going to be about can you get my son to play in the NFL. It's going to be about what you can do for my son, how I can entrust my son with you when I am not around, when I have to let him spend a whole four years there. Are you going to help make my son a good man? And if I can look you in your eyes and, you know, we have a, a similar background, I can tell I can tell that you'll do it. And, and, and honestly, look in the opposite way. I can probably tell if you're feeding me a bunch of crap. May not be able to do that from someone from a different background. Not saying that it's right. Not saying it's wrong. Just saying that may be the case. Just. Again, just saying that may be the case, not trying to offend anybody, not trying to say that, you know, people from different backgrounds can't come in and and talk to to recruits. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, is that if you think it's not an advantage for someone who is of a different background to go and and speak with somebody on the same uh, kind of, again, on the same cultural level, right? If you think that that's not an advantage, then I think you're you got your head in the sand, to be honest with you. I think so. Um, And I think it's cool that your main head coaches, they'll go into your house and they'll eat your food and and do all of that. But are they doing that because they like the food, because they want to be a part or are they doing that just to get a a good recruit? Again, not saying Dion's not just saying there is a difference and we have to admit it. That's just me. And that's just my opinion. Now. With all of that said, here's the second thing I don't think that people really understood about Dion taking this job, right? About primetime taking this job, let me say, because I think saying primetime really, really makes it makes it stick in, right? A lot of people were thinking, well, you know, Dion doesn't know how to go in there and he doesn't know how to, you know, grind it out and he doesn't he doesn't know how to do all of that how's he going to go in here and recruit these kids and blah 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 you know he hasn't done all the 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 riding up and down the roads like some of the other coaches has and blah 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 i don't know if these guys understood but this is prime time deon sanders you know one thing prime time deon sanders does not need to do he doesn't need to sell your kid on who the hell he is right like guys 
I have an 11 year old. He'll be he'll be 12 at the end of this month. Shout out to Variable Junior. I have an almost 12 year old kid, right? My son knows who Deion Sanders is. Kids younger than him know who Deion Sanders is. All these kids wanting to play football know who Deion Sanders is. Like Deion Sanders has been retired. He has not been out of the, the limelight, right? He's been doing these Affleck commercials. He's been doing all these other things. Hell, these kids are so savvy on YouTube. They want to see something. They just go look it up on YouTube. It's not like when we were growing up and you're like, you hear about Red Grange and, you know, like, okay, yeah, Red Grange was good. Yeah, right. Like they can actually hear about it. If they want to, they can actually see it. They just go look it up. So I never understood this. I never understood why everybody thought it would be so hard for him, right? Like, okay. So, you know, he's not one of these other guys, right? He's not Dabo Sweeney who played a wide receiver at Alabama, right? I could probably find some video on Dabo Sweeney playing wide receiver at Alabama, but why? Why in the hell would I do that? That's a waste of my time, right? He's not Nick Saban, the great Nick Saban. He's not Nick Saban, you know, uh, uh, who played D- DB back in, in, in the 70s, right? Back in the 70s at Kent State. He's not that. He's not the great Urban Meyer who played DB way back in Cincinnati in the 80s. Right. These guys, they have to go in there with their with their championship rings. They have to put their rings on the table and say, hey, this is what I've done as a head coach. But when you are Deion Sanders. All you got to do is say, hey, you want to go? I don't know. And I and I know you probably can't do it with recruits. But I mean, just if if on a whim, if he was like, hey, man, you want to go see um, you want to go see the Cowboys play in at Jerry World. Let me call Jerry Jones. Hey, you want to go to see a game in 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 um, a FedEx Stadium with the Washington Commanders? Let me call up Dan Schneider. You know, hey, you want to go see a, a game at the the Mercedes Benz Stadium? Let me call up Arthur Blank. Like he's Deion Sanders. He's got connections. He's played in the league. He knows how to get t- kids to the league. Like, what type of sense does it make that he can't recruit somebody? Who who would think this? Who who was who was so ignorant to think this? And so that that really got me to thinking, right? Is it really that people are ignorant and thinking this? Or is it like he said that him being successful really upsets the apple cart? Because you know why? You know what it does? It's another thing that people just don't like. And you know what that is? Player empowerment. Dion's a former player. Dion didn't go through a grad program, right? Dion played in the league, right? So he didn't have to go through some grad program to then become some kind of a, 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 a video coordinator to then work his way up as a coordinator, then work his way up as the head coach, right? Dion skipped the line. But why can he skip the line? Because he's talented. Well, I don't like when people. Well, my bad. Get a talent. You know, <laughs> here's a little bit behind the, the curtain here with me. Right, guys, I have been working at getting in this business since I was 18 years old. 
For some of you who know me, you know how long that is. For others, just know that that is more than two decades. Two. Do you know how often it is that somebody will come in here, not here specifically, but just come into this business and quote unquote jump the line and will get a show, not be an intern, not um, run a board, not do overnights, not do any of this stuff, not do podcasts, not do any of this stuff. We'll come in and get a show on air in Atlanta, no less. Top 10 market. And their only credential is that either they know somebody or they've done something that is in the realm of what what, what they're doing. Guys, I used to work at a sports radio station um, here in Atlanta that is defunct. No longer in business. Now, I'm not saying that they're out of business because they fired me. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm also not saying I'm not upset that they're out of business. But that's not the point. The point is, is that I worked at this sports station. And some of you will be able to figure this out. They had a guy who was in there who had worked there pretty much since they started. And he did everything at that station. Finally got his chance to be an on-air host an afternoon drive. He earned that spot. All of a sudden, they got an opportunity to get somebody who played football, and they fired him. The guy who had been at that station since they started, the guy who earned his spot, who worked his way up, they fired him. I don't hear none of you with all this hoopla whenever stuff like this happens, right? But it's always when there, you know, it's always something like this. And again, player empowerment, man. Dion is taking that player empowerment method. He's like, hey, I am talented. I can do this. I know football. I've lived football for pretty much my entire life, especially my entire, you know, uh, 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 adolescent to adult life. And I played on every level. And I'm a Hall of Famer on every level. There's no way that I don't know this. There's no way that I can't do this. I just need an opportunity. And again, he went out there and he was very successful at Jackson State. And shout out to Colorado for giving him a chance. It seems like there are a lot of people on this Colorado bandwagon right now. And it is um, part of it is laughable. Part of it is kind of, you know, okay, everybody pump the brakes. Part of it, you really just want to kick people off the bandwagon. But it is what it is, right? Like, we all know what what this is. We all know what happens when, when these things happen. So it's okay. We, we just got to live with it. But I just wanted to, to, to put that out there, right? And I want to put out there that, of course, he was successful. Of course, he succeeded. Another thing that I don't think people realize is that there are some guys, right? There are some guys who who come in, they come up as a coordinator, and then they they are transfixed on one side of the ball, and then they 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 know everything about that side of the ball, and they run all of that on that side of the ball, right? There are some guys who who probably started out doing that probably figured out it was a little too much 
and then, you know, hired some guys to be coordinators and just coordinate that side of the ball. I think one thing that people don't understand, one thing that people mis- misunderstood, one thing that people take for granted is that Dion is a smart guy, right? So he went out and he realized, hey, I don't know everything. And he surrounded himself with a bunch of smart guys. And now he's out there doing what what a lot of other guys are doing. He's the CEO of the football team. He has the, the, the their guys do whatever they're supposed to do. The buck probably, I'm sure, stops with him. But those other guys, you don't see him out there micromanaging them. You see, you see him letting them do what they do. Now, again, like I said, I think we all need to pump the brakes because they're going to have some tough games coming up. You know, the Pac-12, the Oregon, sheesh, they looked super scary. And I know I said it before, but I got to say it from the highest rooftops because I was I was critical from the highest rooftops. Um, the best thing to ever happen to Bo Nix was him leaving his father's alma mater. Like the only reason why he even got a starting job there was because his dad was who he was. And it hamstrung him. So shout out to Bo Nix. Good for you, son. Good for you, young man. I'm I'm happy for you because you are balling out of control right now. And it is a great thing that you went to Oregon. Bo Nix looks great. Caleb Williams looks great. Every every um, you know, they they were they were pointing all the teams in the, the Pac 12 won this week. And all their quarterbacks looked amazing. So I think we, uh, you know, I think we all need to, we need to celebrate this for what it is, be happy. And we need to temper our expectations, but I don't see why they can't win six or seven games. I don't see why they can't. And again, seven games, that is tremendous. Guys, that's seven times as many games he won last, as as the team won last year, excuse me. Seven times. They won one game last year. So they're already ahead of their pace, right? So, again, it is amazing. Um, and shout out to Dion, and shout out to everybody who's enjoying this as well. Um, I, I, I wanted to come on here. I know this isn't Atlanta sports specific. I know that, but I wanted to come on here because it has a tie to Atlanta. But I wanted to come on here and talk about it because I hear a lot of people talking about it. I see a lot of people talking about it online, and it's, it's. I feel like nobody's bringing up these things. So I wanted to come on here and talk about that. Now, one other thing I want to talk about that really doesn't have a tie to Atlanta, but just tickles me a little bit. I love salt. It's so yummy. Man, I don't know about you guys, but man, it sure was nice to see Clemson get their doors blown off by Duke last night. It sure was nice to see Clemson lose um, and their quarterback look bad because last year it was all DJU's fault. And then now he's in Oregon looking like a Heisman Trophy candidate. You know, it sure is great to see Dabo Sweeney with just no answers whatsoever, with him actually having to do some work and not just go out there and recruit guys. Don't get me wrong. I just talked about Deion recruiting. Recruiting is one part of the job. That's true. Another part of the job is coaching your team. We saw last night that, yeah, Dabo had no answers for Duke, had no answers for them. That's my salt of the week. But you guys, I thank you. This, I feel, is a successful restart of the Atlanta Sports Manifesto. I am your humble host, Michael Mulborn, who is happy to have this opportunity to be here with you. And we will be back again. We are going to do this at least once a week, unless something happens. Y'all know how life is. Life be lifing. But if life is not out here lifing, 
then we are going to do this again next week. Um, so this is the Atlanta Sports Manifesto. Again, the sports podcast. If you guys are enjoying any of my takes, you want to hear me do anything else, then be sure to listen to Not That Podcast. You can find me there where I talk about things other than sports. Um, we are going to do some relationship stuff there coming up really, really soon. Um, if you want to talk about that, then please give me, please listen out for it. And we will, we will get you guys some of that good, that, that good stuff there. Um, and you can reach me on all forms of social media on, on Instagram, I guess now it's X and Facebook. I am variable Y W S B and on TikTok, I am very able Y guys. I thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you guys. Again, your feedback means everything to me. Just be nice. I curse, so I'll curse you out. But unless you're nice, if you're nice to me, then we can have a conversation. But guys, again, thank you so much for joining us today. That is my time, people. I'm gone. I'm going to do like I always do. Peace. Enjoy the games. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.